and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for... I'm your better host, Dougie Dilf. Like uh, today I'm joined by Stefan Weber and uh, shut your shitty mouth, Sean. Uh, <laughs> today we are... I'll just let him have it this week. <laughs> um, today we're joined by Ryan Eiswald from uh, Level of the City. Ryan Oswald. Woo! What up, guys? Do we still not have like a cheer soundbite that we can play? Uh, I don't know. Woo! Could get one. Woo! Yay! We used to have applause and shit, but that didn't really go over all that well. We did with our sample size of one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so salute. salute. Cheers. We had a little bit of a bye week. It's our first week that we haven't actually cranked one out last week. Yeah, the first week since we like officially started. I think we took like the second week off or something just because we kind of fumbled the ball on it. I with, don't think we did though. No, I think we did because like you went out of town one week, and then me and Doug were supposed to like keep on keeping on and hold the faith, and yeah. uh, we uh, we broke. Uh, a yeah, I was thinking, uh, but we had some like shit going on. Stefan was out of. Yeah, Stefan was out of town. We had a small, uh, well, not a small death. We had you know a death in the Sullivan family. Yeah, I was I was sad. Sorry to hear about that. Yeah, you know. Um, were you close with the grandpappy? Yeah, I was. He was a uh, well, because I'd actually. Uh, my my grandpa died when I was um, a wee wee lad, and my grandma remarried, and she'd been basically married to the dude for 19 years at this point. Like he'd basically been around longer. than Grandpa two, the sequel. Ex- exactly, <laughs> Grandpa two, Electric Grandpa Lou. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, you know, they they are some old, real religious farm folk from Iowa, so we didn't always see eye oh, yeah. to eye on like everything. But that was like me and my ma. Yeah, but I mean, still. Good guy. Nah, Always took care of my grandma, you, you know, cared, you know. Eagle's wings. boy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard that song being sung unironically this week. I forget where it was. Oh, really? Yeah. Was, it, was it church? Because if not, it was ironic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, keep your asshole tight. Keep your connection with the Lord even tighter, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I've been uh, getting, like, jiggy with it on the ice man been i've heard it. i've heard that you're uh you're the next grain wetski <laughs> dude i've been like watching a bunch of like hockey docs man i'm just like balls deep in it <laughs> nhl classics <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh names in the cup <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude doug's got a little binder he uses to memorize every uh, every level of the cup there's a stanley cup test at the end of the at the end of the season so get this shit there's this guy who um there's a company we work with and they send in like guys to like work with us on production runs mm-hmm. and uh, i heard this week that he fucking broke his jaw because somebody checked him a little bit too hard on Woo! the ice in chicago it have to get mm-hmm. wired or is it just like a uh break? they were talking about it it might have that to sucks. be wired shut like it, the day i found out was like the day of his surgery oh, yuck. <laughs> i didn't even know the guy played or whatever yeah i, yeah, I just slapped him wrong once. stop that shit you fucking kitty bad kitty <laughs> Yeah, I, I had my jaw broken once. Didn't have to get wired shut, which I you know everyone's pretty disappointed about. But what are you going to do? Yeah, so that was like down in Chicago, which is where uh, Ryan's currently from. He was. You're originally from uh, Hartford. This is true. Uh, Were you born there? Born in uh, Menominee Falls. Lived in Hartford. Oh, that fucking blows, man. Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> been a rough life. It's been Ooh, tough. Shit. <laughs> He's since moved on uh Bigger and better things. Yeah, I was gonna say we Truth. don't really any, we don't really bring any Milwaukee talent on the show. We kind of just import it all. What Milwaukee right. talent? Well, well, I mean we're the <laughs> I mean we're the Milwaukee talent. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking. Uh, well, he used to be what was considered Milwaukee talent. Uh, they were like out of Hartford. Hear that? But, you like, used to be considered talent. True. <laughs> <laughs> Soon to be again. I'm hoping. Oh, there, we go, there we go. Dream big. 
So yeah, uh, they used to play uh, metal with a bunch of people I used to work with at uh, Mitch, Carl. Um, those are like the two main guys other than yourself that I knew. Mike but. Crisp. Oh yeah, um, I never actually worked with him though. I know I don't think I actually ever got a chance to work on with Mike. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's drummed for a ton of different bands in the area, but now uh, yeah, he Dream gets House, around Dreamhouse now, and he's uh, touring a lot with them. That's cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I did your guys' demo like way back in the day. I actually still have a picture of like when I was going through that shit. Of uh, the video is called "Metal Makes a Mel," and it was Stefan just like crab walking on the fucking <laughs> balcony, pinching his nipples. Yeah. The fucking din 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 din. Back when Stefan was fun, <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah, Stefan used to be here while I was like fucking working on. Like trying to like do studio shit out of an apartment style condo place. <laughs> it's fucking hard to do, man. Yeah. Luckily, all your neighbors are old and deaf, though, so they don't really come. Oh, it probably wouldn't fucking fly now, dude, at all. Oh my god. How much? Yeah. How much crazy shit you used to do here? That's fair. You know, you live, you grow, you figure shit out. Figure out like you probably shouldn't shit as much where you eat. So. Yep. That's the <laughs> that's the end goal. <laughs> Have a bathroom in a different room than where you cook all your food <laughs> <laughs> right it's actually my cat's bathroom it's worth a shit yeah we've noticed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh fucking nice so tell us about level the city is this a one-man band do you have the the, the, the bass drum and the, and the cymbals or do you got some other guys helping you out yeah so it's uh it's a two-man project now uh we actually used to have seven um it was three guitarists wow that is a big <laughs> yeah, that is a big, a big it's, it's a huge <laughs> it's a huge jump it's a lot of dudes <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we used to have three guitarists, uh, a bassist, two vocalists, and a drummer. And um, since then, um, I've moved down to Chicago, uh, a little bit more distance between me and the guys, and uh, just kind of started working on stuff myself. Mm-hmm. Um, recently purchased uh, Superior Drummer 3.0, which kind of got me writing again. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I and I reached out to Joshua Olson, uh, the old vocalist of Level the City, and he and I decided uh, to start the project back up. So uh, it's currently a two piece. Um, I'm uh, kind of writing all the music. Josh and I are writing the vocals together, um, and it's kind of our first stab at really putting a uh, cohesive album with like a theme together, um, with the ultimate goal of trying to release something that would be you know studio quality uh, all ourselves. So. So that, uh, dude, that Superior Drummer 3, man, that shit is just so tasty out of the box, man. Like, that shit sounds good. You it know? does. It does. You barely have to EQ it. And, like, the mixing inside the program itself is so responsive that you get exactly what you want with very little tweaking. Right. And, uh... <laughs> oh, Sean. <laughs> Party phone. You got another car crash on our hands here? Uh, if it is, I'm just not going to take the call. Yeah, it's yeah. not my girlfriend. It can, it can hold. Oh, shit. Uh, two episodes ago, we had to fucking, like, call it, like, early and then come back to it because... His girlfriend had gotten a car crash. Yes. It, girlfriend yeah. got in it was hot. seamless for everyone else. It sounded like we yeah. Yeah. didn't go but, anywhere. Uh, yeah, we had to do some little, uh, some little editor magic. But uh, yeah, we did have to drop everything and run down to like St. Francis <laughs> to go to like a T-boned accident where my fucking girlfriend's like a right. hyperventilating oh, mess. God. And the fucking, like the other person didn't have insurance. Like it was a whole fucking thing. Jesus. Everyone's okay. <laughs> yeah, but everyone was okay. We got through it. The other driver's at fault. So she's not really taking a hit or anything. She's getting a bunch of money for her car and shit. So. Damn, mm, fucking uh, that was a great segue, man. Talking about your project to car crashes. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> 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 Seamless. All it takes is for your iPhone to go off. So, um, yeah. 
Uh, what's been like your methodology for writing this time? Because I know you used to do like a lot in Guitar Pro, but like, what do, what are you doing now? Like, what are you doing? Are you like recording while you write it, or are you writing in Guitar Pro? Or yeah, so it's going? actually, it's kind of weird. I um. I've been coming up with more melodic stuff on like an acoustic guitar randomly jamming. And then I'll be like, I want to take this riff and take it to the next level, maybe write something. And I'll just start recording in Reaper. And then as I'm recording, I'll try to drum track and get something cohesive with Superior Drummer running. And then if I like the idea, I'll just continue to expand off that. So I am, you know, kind of recording and writing at the same time, um, it, you know, but definitely starting with an initial idea first. Um, but yeah, just all at once, kind of. Right. Um, what uh, what DAW are you using right now? Right now, just strictly Reaper, which Reaper. yeah, which is phenomenal. I mean, it's freeware. Like, I recommend everyone have it. I mean, if you if you aren't recording yourself yet, do it. Like, it, right. it changes the way you think about your instrument. Yeah, absolutely. Like being able to. Um, Stefan just recently he didn't like get hooked up. Uh, well, you have that in the. Daw, you're doing it out of Ableton, but mm -hmm. uh, he just started playing instead of um like on a amp. Yeah, I encouraged him to get just like a audio interface and like an amp sim. Hell yeah, yeah, bias effects. So yeah, how's that? Uh, how's that going for you? I haven't had much time this past couple. Oh weeks, yeah, so. dude, I was trying to look into uh, getting like a copy of a uh, Rocksmith for you, like because that oh, shit. Oh what a guy! That shit's like <laughs> I got a copy of it, but I don't have the fucking cable. And I was trying to see if there's like a, the, apparently there's mods out there where you can just do it through an audio interface. Oh, damn. But that shit's like really dope. Like, yeah, I remember like, you were, you were just like, this is a pretty cool concept. Yeah, I like this. I, <laughs> land, land speed's above this, but <laughs> this is a cool idea. Yeah. Well, it's like still, it uh, teaches you how to like basically jukebox songs that are like built into it. Yeah. Nice. Which was like the fun part about it. You can actually like, once you stop playing the game, you still know the song, so... Yeah. Yeah. They also had, like, really cool um, mini-games where it was, like... It was, like, Space Invaders, where you had to, like, go to the fret and the string and, and like, play it. the note, and it would shoot, like, a laser up, and it would just, like, basically... These little, like, Space Invaders would come down, like, of the grid of the guitar neck. Just so you can get to know the neck. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. It's fucking hard, though. I wonder how that shit sounds now, now because uh, it's like the same signal processing theory as like bias effects, just like all digital in the box. I wouldn't know, and we don't have a cable. <laughs> uh, so um, let's talk about what you're putting out here. You're releasing just a single track? Are you putting the album out for people to listen to or you have an album yet what's the deal yeah so right now we've got about four or five tracks that are almost ready to release um and the ultimate goal is to put out an ep um probably five or six tracks total um maybe more if we really feel like taking it to that next level and doing a full length but i, I think right now we just want to get it out sooner right um so we're releasing a single uh chronograph on sunday um, and then we'll kind of go from there, maybe release another single and then drop the rest of them. Uh, mm. Otherwise, ideally, I'm just going to get the whole album ready and, and ideally, you know, by uh, fall, hopefully release them all. And uh, where can the people check out this uh the people need release. to know. Yeah, the people need yeah. to know where, where they can get at this. <laughs> so Level the City um, is on Facebook. Um, you can find us on SoundCloud as well. And then we'll ha uh, be releasing this through YouTube. Um, and we'll just kind of drop links uh, on our Facebook page. 
Um, but you should be able to find us by Googling Level the City Chronograph um, on Sunday. Cool. Um, and YouTube it. So. Have you, you going to be setting up a band camp? Yeah, I was going to ask. Have you had any experience with band camp? We do have a band camp, and I should mention we'll also release our track on band camp on oh, Sunday cool. as well. Where you um, can give us like, you know, two, three dollars if you want to, you, you feel so inclined. <laughs> <laughs> you mm, got to make that paper. Got to. <laughs> Yeah, which is why you moved to fucking Chicago. Yeah, right. Like, no, the, the band disbanded for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I'm I'm down there uh, doing insurance brokering right now. Um, What's that like? <laughs> it's uh, that's a real question. What is that? Have you like? have you ever seen a body go past your window like while you're working? <laughs> Actually, I have. Uh, we have window cleaners, yeah. and like I'm on the thirtieth floor. And people do come by and clean the fucking window. So, yes. Yeah, yeah but I meant like Falling. on the way down, <laughs> you know? Not yet. No. Not yet. Sign me up. Right. <laughs> uh. Yeah, how's that working in like a fucking skyscraper, man? Does it sway? Can you feel the sway in the building? I feel like people say you can feel it if you're up on like the 90th uh, floor of like the Sears or like the John Hancock, but yeah. like on my building I don't feel shit. Um, but it's weird working downtown. Like it, you just kind of feel like an ant in a molehill like going down uh, on the L and like just swimming in like traffic of people. Yeah, uh, It's weird. Yeah. Every time. I'm like, just one among the masses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I call it uh, Chicago's asshole, like that fucking like first like underpass you go into, right. just like going through the city there. It's just like you get through there and then you see like all, you know, the cloud factories and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, the cloud fucking... factories, that was your daddy told you they were. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I used to say. We'd just like be stoned, like run, yeah. rolling through there. Like, oh, look at all the cloud factories. <laughs> but, um... There is always used to be like an Apple advertisement right there, <clears throat> like every single fucking time we'd go for through iPods. There. Yeah, mm. and then it became iPhones, and then it dude, became... like there was a big Beatles ad, but it was it was like the Beatles, but it was a fucking Apple advertisement. Yeah, so it was like get that. iTunes or some shit. It was a big fucking deal when they landed like the rights to put that shit on iTunes. Right. So what was that the one album or whatever? I'm the not Beatles sure. One album. Fucking all that shit's like overrated as fuck though. <laughs> Yeah, I know. You're not a Beatles guy. They didn't fucking make a big deal when Apple got rights to the Nuge, did they? <laughs> I wonder why. Would <laughs> uh, you imagine that fucking Nugent just like holding out? It's like, no, you can't. You can't get me Lucky Charms. <laughs> you can't get me songs. Magic Bullets. <laughs> you can have my songs and you can take my guns. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, we had a, like a thorough shitting on Ted Nugent session the last episode. Nice. I was just gonna say. Oh yeah, that song he wrote was was literally called Jailbait. I couldn't yeah. remember the name of it. I was, oh I was just God. gonna bring that up, and I'm like, this way, this sounds like deja vu. Yeah, we did yeah, talk about this a couple weeks ago because we watched his, we watched some clips from his reality TV show of hunt. Uh, oh, the human. Uh, yeah, like the what was the title? Game or something? No, his t the title was like are hunted by hunted by Nugget. It was like running from Nugent because I remember saying it was like running from and there was like running dot, dot, wild. Yeah, running. Ted yeah, there Nugent. you go. And it wasn't with Ted Nugent. It, it was, was from Ted yeah. Nugent. <laughs> yeah, they literally had like fucking helicopters that he would like fly around with and like shoot fucking nets at like people. 
Jesus. And the one part we watched where he netted somebody, he like just tangled her foot. And he was like, I got you. I got you. And she like just kept running. Yeah, it was some like some like, young, like stop. Some young, supple blonde. And he's like catching her with a net and was like, What's this fucking insinuating right here? Yeah. So they like literally referred to himself uh, as a predator yeah. <laughs> several times. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean yeah, he time. says he practices catch and release, but you know he doesn't. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Teddy's a bad boy. Yeah, what's he gonna do? Fucking hunt the young blondes to extinction? There's not gonna be any. <laughs> there won't be any left for the rest of us. <laughs> Ted Nugent has them all locked up in cages underneath his fucking uh, his his uh, his Colorado Rockies retreat. Uh, it's Michigan, I think. He still lives in Michigan, I believe. He's a Michigan guy. I yeah. thought he was. I thought he was on. It's a Motor City Madman, man. He was on like Montana or something. I thought he was out like somewhere in the. I thought he was in Hawaii. The, I'm pretty sure he's bit. still in Michigan. Where in the You know, world he's probably got enough money. He Ted probably Nugent. has money in all of these places. He just owns yeah, all actually, rural areas. Yeah, I actually heard Ted, uh, <laughs> Ted Nugent owns 13% of the continental United States. Yeah, he just <laughs> bought up all the open land. Mm-hmm. I'd actually commend somebody who did that. Yeah. <laughs> just be, if they like kept it for conservation purposes. Oh, but no, Ted Nugent just used it to hunt. Oh, man, it's going to be like one of those fucking sex cults <laughs> that fucking just like started buying up like towns and yeah shit like that. oh dude wild country netflix is that <laughs> yeah. what you're talking about uh dude? yeah yeah that is what it's called i haven't actually seen the documentary dude. but i heard it's like really good oh it's super good i just finished it actually this week like my girlfriend and i were just like on a kick like watching a couple <laughs> of days what's the scoop uh basically this indian guru that like was evading major fraud charges in india came and like moved his cult to um this remote area in oregon and uh, they just like flocked and like turned this city into a commune and like tried to take over the whole county. Yeah, didn't they like <laughs> fucking? They started getting like called out for what they're doing, so they just like started bringing like homeless people in yeah. and like buying houses, and then just had them vote on like city ordinance and stuff like exactly. that, and just like exactly. gradually took out took over the city city legally. Yeah. That's it, like like that happens. Like uh, they have a big problem with it in uh, upstate New York. Oh, in that Hasidic Far Cry Jews, games, <laughs> where the Jews actually have like a mafia. Like it's these super Orthodox Jews. Like they will literally throw rocks at cars that are driving by on the Sabbath because you're not supposed to be driving. Like and they have their own special police force. Like you basically can't arrest a Jew without a Hasidic liaison there to like be witness. Oh, Otherwise, the Stasi. Basically, because <laughs> the they Jewish, were, is that what they were called? the the jewish uh concentration camp guards yeah maybe something stasi or i mean the, the gestapo stasi. were the more like secret police i don't think they're yeah. actually guard like the the camps that's fucking crazy though it's like some amish mafia shit yep ministry of state security that's well, stasi like seems it. to be some intelligence secret police oh. group that's a counter to the uh kgb or echoes the kgb mm. pretty mm. pretty good guess though man I just got informed about something. <laughs> <laughs> I learned something new today. Mm-hmm. Well, do we want to take a quick break? Uh, where are we at right now? Um, cults and gurus. I, like and I can't. No, it's only at twenty minutes. We cults. <laughs> this guy is no sense funny. of time. Cults and gurus, though, and we don't get the. Uh, I guess cults and gurus aren't conspiracies, really. Yeah, because you know exactly what it was. Didn't like somebody like it was yours or Mitch's family that somebody was like in a cult or something like that? 
Dude, actually, it was mine. Yeah, it was my brother. Um, I don't know if you feel like comfortable talking about it or whatever. Actually, but. dude, it's fascinating. Um, I hope I'm not targeted by their group if I talk about them, but I would fucking love to because if if anyone knows people that are involved in this group, like you should fucking know what this shit's about. Um, uh, Avatar. It's a cult that was operating in uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin. Um, at least you know eight or nine, maybe ten years ago, when my brother had moved here um, uh, from the East Coast, he had like just gotten um, uh, <laughs> divorced, and he was really vulnerable. And um, a woman had contacted him and like helped him find housing out in La Crosse, and she was kind of like a counselor for these like divorced men. And she introduced him to this group and like gets him involved in seeing this. Um, a dude named Yuri and um, and they were like doing these one-on-one sessions and and different training courses and, and things and he was getting more involved in this group and he was starting to act weird like he was like a really funny ass dude he was just constantly joking um, and then like he was talking super monotone and like at this point him he and I were pretty close and he was like he was my older brother I looked up to him a lot and I was just like he's acting weird so I like pointed it out to my mom and uh and she noticed that he like left an avatar course book like at our house and we saw that he was like looking at these courses that were thousands of dollars and we're just like what the hell is this and we look more and more into it um it turned out he was um meeting with this guy that was actually a hypnotist Yuri was a licensed hypnotherapist and he um was signing these thousands thousands of dollars of checks during these fucking sessions these therapy sessions wow man that's fucking wild yeah dude and he was acting so weird that me and my parents like had an actual like intervention on him and were like you need to see what you're doing like this is your bank account statement like you're signing these checks do you remember doing this and like he he thought it was really weird eventually we contacted the authorities and um my mom was talking with a police officer and he it was weird because the guy was like he he seemed to not really believe her that like this was a really big issue with this cult and that we we were accusing them of doing some wrongdoing um and he had stopped my mom and like informed her that his wife was involved in the organization as well (laughs) and that's when shit got crazy like my mom like went up there like we we we, like helped the police basically look into this whole like organization and uh as far as we know they haven't been operating like at least in that area and my brother has you know since left it um and this, like him. I said, eight years ago or something. But yeah, Avatar. That's fucking insane. Fuck yeah, the Ava- in Avatar in course is what it was called. Avatar. Yeah. yeah. I was just Googling it a little bit. Looks like they have some links to Scientology. Too. It's Yeah, it's a squirrel cult off of Scientology. Yeah. The franchising? Things. They're setting yeah. up shop, man. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. That is crazy, dude. That's how wild. that shit just like branches out. I was watching this thing earlier about um, this guy was talking about how like gangs during the height of the crack academic. Ep- ep- epidemic <laughs> had a very similar structure to like the corporate structure of McDonald's where you know there's like people on the top who are like calling the shots all the way down to like foot soldiers who are essentially like, the employees making less yeah, than New minimum City, wages <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah there were like uh fucking talking about how the gangs would literally franchise where they would, you know, somebody would like rise through the ranks and then they'd try to get them to just like set up an the and operate an independent operation, but they would give them the name of the gang just so it had like, you know, the clout that went along with it and that's what like would attract <laughs> people into it. But it was essentially its own independent entity. 
Weird. Yeah. That is fucking crazy, though, that that shit was like a Scientology branch cult was yeah. like. Yeah, and it just has some. It's actually crazy. I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm doing some research now to see if it's still like going on. And it looks like it's it's actually technically listed as a business. Really? Avatar has a CEO named Harry Palmer who runs the things internationally. Damn. And it's a fucking because like there's obviously people defending like oh no it's not a cult it's definitely not a cult like that's exactly what a cult member says <laughs> right <laughs> and then there's like one person just like well the French government listed as a cult because yeah. of the brainwashing techniques they use <laughs> yeah dude uh, yeah I, I, it's real oh, would you like to know more yeah, a bunch of the European <laughs> countries have it listed as a cult dude, I was I was just gonna say to, I was just saying to Emily today too I need to start a religion that's where the real money is right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just look at this guy, though. Who the fuck would, like... This is your messiah? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's how all of them are. Like, uh, like you know, like Joseph Smith and the fucking Mormons. Just was like, he a ginger? I don't know if he was a ginger, but he was <laughs> essentially just, like, a fucking con man. Just like, oh, uh, well, you see, I wrote this book because God told me it. and uh, Right, and, and it was, like, basically, like, oh, only I can hear it, and I have to be alone when God talks to me. Yeah, <laughs> and so then, like, dude, like, they even did, like, uh... Like, because one of his friends was, or like, this guy's wife was basically like, all right, he's scamming you. Um, here, I'm going to hide the fucking transcripts. Tell him to retranslate the book. And if they match exactly the same, well, then he obviously can. But if he can't do the same book, then he's full of shit. So the guy, like, goes back and is basically like, uh, hey, I lost the transcripts. Can you, like, do it again? And he's like, well, God's so mad that we lost these that he said I can read this other book, but I can't go back and read the first book. And the message will kind of be the same, but it won't it won't be exactly the same. <laughs> Got him. And the fucking and the, the guy still believed him, and that's why Mormonism is alive today because wow. of, because of one schmuck. That is fucking unbelievable, man. Yeah, I learned a lot of that from South Park too. Unbelievable. <laughs> that is fucking unbelievable, dude. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's take a break. So that's your podcast, huh? You've been listening to Radio Loud. You can find us on Podbean at radioloud.podbean.com. Or you can look us up, Radio Loud, on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Or you can tweet us at Loud Podcast. Only use caps, please. All caps yeah, when you spell my damn name. <laughs> and now, time for suggesting box. Number one suggesting, Sean. Escape rooms are kind of cool, right? I've never actually done one. I've my brother was in town. He said he did one. Uh, what if there was time. an escape room that took nine months to get out of? We call it the escape womb. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you just fucking claw your way out it's as like a what? fully grown man covered in fucking afterbirth. Yeah, that's like who's hot in there, dude? Like that's that's the exit. You see these two giant legs coming out, and then there's like a curtain in the middle, and these full grown naked people just come out covered in fucking. That's some Ace Ventura shit. Probably just right. Jello. I mean, realistically, sure is hot in these rhinos. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like that's what they would do if like Arnold Schwarzenegger wanted to become president. They'd have to stick him in a room in order for him to be birthed as an American. Oh yeah, they just they'd get um, the world's fattest American woman, and they'd just be like, "All right, lady, we're just cut her to, open like a wampa." Have, yeah, we're oh, <laughs> <laughs> or like a tauntaun. Yeah. Cut her open like a tauntaun. <laughs> wow, that's a madness. Uh, oh. And then just like technically, he came out of her in America, so. Oh my god! Some imagery. So wait, would that be to get him out or to put him in there? They'd have to like Both. cut her open and then and like sew her in. up and then cut him back. <laughs> I feel like he'd just burst out of her, like he, a fucking whale with all flex. like the gas like building up on yeah, the a beached, inside. A beached whale it just explodes. Have you seen those that they have to like strategically cut them open to alleviate the pressure just because so there's blow. so yeah. much body? Yep, so much body it all fucking bloats under the hot sun. That is fucking insane. Like, it's it's literally like fucking Tremors 2 where they're just like taking the explosives down and fucking blowing up. Just like blows chunks all over the place. They actually like explode with enough force to kill a motherfucker. How would you like to have that job? Fucking will bloated bloated whale corp corpse poker. <laughs> <laughs> like those probably those people probably have degrees in marine biology and their professional job is poking bloated dead things <laughs> or could you imagine just being in like a rural town where it's like it's a marine town you're like Somewhere a college in Maine. yeah a college student that like went out there and this like beach whale comes up and they're like well you have the most experience like with this kind of thing and you're just like fresh out of college right. like, i didn't go to i didn't go to school for this <laughs> <laughs> i didn't sign up for this shit <laughs> no you're a fucking intern <laughs> Yeah, that's go what do it. Pitch, pitch that one to fucking Brit. <laughs> She'll be the one doing it. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we don't have whales in Lake Michigan, so worst. Case oh yeah, she's scenario. doing freshwater science. Yeah. She gets mm-hmm. out of that one. Yeah, she just has to deal with. Uh, there's like nothing terrible in our lakes except for zebra mussels. Yeah, and lampreys. Yeah, lampreys, yeah, lampreys oh, are disgusting. Yeah, dude, that's uh, a that's a Lovecraftian animal if I ever saw fucking one. Fucking nightmare, right? It's yeah. just like doing what yeah. it does. You picture when you pull one out of those water. Uh, if you pull, pulled one of one of those out of the water, I just picture that like a high pitched scream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they like they'd emanate some sort of high pitched freaking oh, siren yeah. scream. Yeah. Ugh. Oh god, those fucking things are. Next subject. <sighs> <laughs> um. Let's see here. Uh, I have a one line. It's a one word. Uh, this goes along with the um, the dungeon disco thing. <laughs> okay. So like we had this thing. It was like monster trucks with like the actual like monsters, and it's like a rally, and all like the fucking mythological people are at this like arena or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the dance where like Guy Fieri is like the dungeon master cook <laughs> personality that you have to fight at the end of it. Uh, so he would like go off and franchise and he'd start up, he'd set up uh, a restaurant franchise called War Hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd just get like, what kind of, what kind of fucking meat would they be like cooking? What would be like the ground, the cheap meats? Horse. It'd, it'd be horse. And all the, all the <laughs> workers there would be dwarves. <laughs> Not like, you know, mythical dwarves, just like short people. <laughs> just a bunch of fucking warwick davises yeah 100 percent. like i think it would just be warwick davis working there and he'd be so fed <laughs> up with clone, yeah just clones 
Oh, I know. I just imagined one man working. So, like, food would take forever to get out. Just be Guy Fieri, just like taking orders and Warwick Davis in the back, like, on a fucking stack of like buckets trying to like make hamburgers. In <laughs> <laughs> um, the Guy Fieri vein, though, that, that does remind me. I had a brilliant idea for a Cars sequel Car 5 featuring Gay Fieri or Gay Ferrari <laughs> <laughs> as a. Uh, as the car who doesn't want to be a racer. He wants to be a food delivery truck. <laughs> he wants to be a food truck. That's all his dreams ever been. And he's kind of gay. You know, he's a gay Ferrari, but he wants to right. be a food truck. Like goes in the uh, uh, same vein as like uh, like the Andre the Giant archetype wanting to play a dwarf. Yeah, exactly. I just want to be a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I finally watched that fucking um, Obey Giant documentary. That was pretty good yeah it's definitely a little I, I didn't know all the facts about it especially as somebody who owns some obey clothing it was mildly interesting yeah me neither um i don't own any of it but um i didn't know like out in the open he was about it that it was like him because like everybody knew it was him it's not like banksy or something like that yeah where, yeah it's no, like, yeah, uh, and, and there's the whole like obey thing too where like a lot of people have been like is that andre the giant and it's like well yeah and it's like does andre the giant own that i'm like i don't think so but like I don't really know who like makes my clothes. <laughs> right. And now he's like getting, um, he's getting persecuted in Detroit. I think it is someplace in Michigan after like the, I forget the first place it was that was trying to come after him. Cause he was doing an art gallery. It was like the first like legit art exhibit that yeah, he had done after he stopped doing all that street work. and they fucking, it was mm -hmm. Boston, I think. Oh, okay. and they arrested him just like, because he'd the done night stuff of, in the past. Yeah. There. Oh, really? <laughs> And uh, at the end of that documentary, they said he's, like, facing jail time up to, like, 10 years for, like, destruction of property. I think wow. it was in Michigan. Doubt he'll get 10 years. Right. He's got money. Yeah, he does now after the whole fucking Obama exactly. like, poster. Like he has, he has money now. People with money don't go to jail for 10 years for doing graffiti. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Yeah, true. No, like, no one with millions has ever been like, yeah, I'm serving 10 for fucking spray painting some buildings. That's right. me. They caught me. That shit is, like, so fucking bogus how, like, a lot of them are just, like, dilapidated buildings and, like, they're just fucking eyesores. You yeah, know? and, like, I'm sure he tagged some shit he wasn't supposed to be tagging because, like, that's what graffiti right. artists do. But mm -hmm. does he need to go to jail for 10 years? No, he's a protective member of society now. Putting him in jail for 10 years doesn't fucking do anything. Right. It's more expensive to put him in jail than it is to keep him out of jail and just take his tax money. Uh, unless it's, like, a private prison system. So they're making money out of everybody fucking. Oh, I bet they make more on taxes than they make out this guy making laces oh, plate all day true. fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Pay him yeah, and what are they going to do? Fucking maximum security? What are you right. in for? Oh, I painted a picture. <laughs> <laughs> used the, I went to Walmart and I bought some spray paint cans and I used them. <laughs> what are you in for? Child molestation? What are you in for? Finger painting? It's like, oh, <laughs> you're right up my alley there, guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, you're my partner in arts and crafts. <laughs> Uh, somebody else got one. Um, I do, but I think I just went last. Uh, no, I did the War Hamburger. Oh, fair enough. All right. Uh, Disney Channel original pornos. What was that? Disney Channel <laughs> original pornos. <laughs> okay. First one. Okay, I, I got one in the chamber. Let's see if anybody else got one. Jizzy McGuire featuring Hillary Muff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. That's fucking. Uh... Man, I'm not like up to snuff with like my fucking Disney, Disney Channel programming. Shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, me neither. But Emily put on <laughs> fucking Lizzie McGuire for 20 minutes, and I'm like, first of all, I'm making a porn joke about this. Second of all, I'm turning it off. <laughs> the only one I, the only one I know is iCarly, and I don't even think that's is, was that Disney Channel or was that Nickelodeon. I mean, I'm I'm not splitting hairs here. Do what you got to do. Well, I don't fucking have one. 
I farty. Just, that's all we got. <laughs> um, what is this? Opera operator. This was um something I was trying to like write. It was like the next leader of oh Oprah, Oprah operator. She's the next leader of Rainbow Six. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you start the round, and she's like briefing you, and she'll just be like, "And you get a holo, and you get a holo, and you get a holo." <laughs> but uh, they all have to like pay taxes on it still. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for giving you this big thing to worry about. She'd like be sending fucking people to like infiltrate like HGTV networks. <laughs> She'd be like sending to her go fucking infiltrate s- her nemesis, Doctor Phil. <laughs> Didn't he start with her? Yeah, she. I yeah. don't know, but now they hate each other. Right? Oh, really? I, no, I don't know. Just, Part of the drama. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, he definitely got a start on Oprah. They're probably. Yeah. But he's also not a real doctor. They're probably good friends. So he's Mister Phil, right? That's, that's the fucking thing. Like, America's the only fucking country for a fat man can sell you a diet book. 100%. Right. Or how about Oprah goes after Tyra? Tyra Banks, because she had her own show for a little bit. Is she still going? Dude, she's a fox. I always thought, like, the Tyra show was just, like, extra dumb, because it's like, I'm a fashion model. And what other, like, merits did she, like, really have? I mean, even being a fashion model, that's kind of hard to call it a merit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, I'm like, tall and pretty. Pretty much. Yeah. But, uh, Sean, stop talking about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thanks, America. Do you imagine that fucking like same format as his entire show? It's just Sean fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that. That would be great, dude. Just a bu- fucking bunch of like ginger Bostonites. <laughs> <laughs> just clapping for me and whoop, whoop, whooping over their beers every time I say something. It's like not even a funny joke, but I get a bunch of yeah from the It's just gone completely Tim and Eric comedy style in my head. Just a bunch of gross guys just all Oh yeah. And every time you you whoop, they just pans back to them all just That segues into another one that I had. It's just like the man show where they all just have a beer in the audience. Yeah. It was just titled Catholics. They'll, they'll suck the rust off your dick. Woo! <laughs> and by and by rust, I mean ginger. They'll suck the fucking ginger off your cock. <laughs> well, I mean the carpet doesn't match the drapes. So good luck. yeah, yeah. Sean is not like a true ginger. He's just a red beard. Yeah, and that's 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 so weird to me because I've never obviously considered myself a ginger. Like I right. was a bleach blonde hair as a kid. And then I grew this beard recently, and everyone's like, oh, you little ginger? And it's like, fuck you, I'm not a ginger. That's the only thing that people have to let. You always wear a hat, so it's the only hair that people have to like face it off of. I got my eyebrows. Check the brows, bro. Yeah, but they don't draw much attention, you know? Because I don't draw them on. Yeah. I, I should start, start drawing, drawing my yeah. own eyebrows on. <laughs> right. Guys, do, guys like colored pencils, too. Right. <laughs> get that red. Get that nice shade of red. <laughs> I'd look like a fucking free. <laughs> Do you imagine that? It's like uh, people start calling you a ginger after you start doing that, but it's like, no, I just like color. No, I just like to look like this. <laughs> That's a fucked up thing about some people. There's some people who like when they walked out, they were like, I look good this morning. And they have like permanent marker, half inch thick brows. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I saw somebody who did like some sort of like self tattoo process where it's like a more permanent makeup like way thing. of it's doing like your eyebrows thing. oh god but they did it completely horrible they did it in like a viral like how-to video like they're oh. like this is a good idea to do this 
And even like the girls who were like posting it was like, please, no, don't. You ever seen Adam Carolla and been like, how do I get that on my face? (laughs) Caterpillars is the look I need. That's upsetting. They should fucking, they should do a reboot of um, American Pie and cast Adam Carolla as the fucking as uh Jewy as, dad yeah the, what's his name eugene levy or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> replace him with adam carolla he's like old and gray enough now he could fucking play it too right he? fucking he's still um, got he's still got all the personality eugene levy man he fucking that's like he got typecast as just playing like the jew dad he's literally still playing the jew dad yeah, yeah he, he did it in, in schitt's creek yeah true. he's Garbage the only good part really? of that show last thing i saw him in was um goon He's in Goon. He oh, was, Goon he's one, his dad. He was Doug Glad's yeah, dad. It's like, one. you need to go. Because he's not actually just. <laughs> you need to get a real job like your brother here. And his brother's like gay. <laughs> <laughs> and they like don't, they like refuse to not acknowledge it. Oh man, what a great movie. Yeah, uh, I actually just watched the second one this week. So Goon I finally two. get the sports desk reference right. that we use every week. Oh, that we're all pink on the inside. Oops. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cancel. Okay, so Cancel. Sports desk. We're all pink on the inside. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I, I was like this close to buying a Doug Glatt Highlanders hockey jersey. <laughs> if you buy one, I'll get a Ray Ross one <laughs> on that from that website because I do want a Ray Ross one. This one Do- people is say doggy, doggy. <laughs> That's cute. Or Ross Raya, Weeb Shriver, Ross racist. Yeah, man. Let's go in. Let's get some jerseys. All right, I got a couple more ideas. Okay. All right, so you know how we've done the, uh, <clears throat> we're taking a couple runs at the peanut gallery of the uh, music video thing, where we kind of heckle mm-hmm. them, do the whole uh, riff track shtick. Yep. What if we took it even farther? What if we did commentary on pornography? <laughs> and then put it on Pornhub? Yeah, and we, and we just call it the penis gallery. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, uh, you'd probably get more play on that shit now that, like, spread through Facebook and all that shit. Oh, is, hell like, yeah, I'd be geeked. Uh, like so unorganic you'd probably get more plays on Pornhub than on fucking that's YouTube. what I'm saying Dude, p- people go to Pornhub they aren't just perverts they're people Doug right <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and then finally I, unless you got another idea uh, yeah I do it's um it. this one's called uh, annual shark bite victim <laughs> so it's like shark week coming up I don't know when it actually starts well for my girlfriend it started last week oh, oh! <laughs> Sorry, Emily. Do it. I mean, uh. <laughs> Every time yeah. we say my girlfriend's name, we play the horse clip. <laughs> I bet she loves that. Uh, actually, she thinks it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I can fucking remember it, sometimes they'll just be like, Emily, and I'll be like, oh? Emily. Uh, uh, and I'll be like, oh, oh. <laughs> So this is an annual shark bite victim. It'd just like be a show on Shark Week where it would be um, a show about shark bites and like ha- interviewing the victim. So the story 
on the show will get updated basically every year and I have the same guy where he's gotten bitten again. again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, oh, I lost my fucking arm and then next every week he's just smaller. Yeah, until he's just a fucking torso. <laughs> well, you know, I found that uh, they actually attack me more now that I look like a seal when I'm in the water because <laughs> I'm basically just a bobber out there. <laughs> God. Yeah, it'll it'll be like on the last year. He's like, I think I gotta hang it up this year. No, no. And then here's what the thing: his name's Robert, right? Okay. And like the first year, they have his full name, like Robert, this, 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 that. And every time he gets bit, his name gets a little shorter. So it goes down to just like Robbie, and then Rob, and then he's no arms, no legs, covered in shark bites, and he's just Bob. And you just see him out there in the water, just like. <laughs> That's the fucking first time I've actually seen the Bob pun be funny. That that's, what, that's what I do, baby. I'll be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, shit. All right. And I don't know if I should be talking about this on air. Okay. But I think I know how to, how to monetize this podcast. We're looking at it all wrong. We're trying to attract viewers. We're trying to, you know, build a base. We need to be looking. We're looking at it all wrong. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be looking at who wants to influence people who listen to us. I'm talking KGB ad revenue. <laughs> we need to be posting pro Russia messages for hundreds, if not thousands of ruples. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like 50 bucks. <laughs> That's more than we're making now. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right there. So how do we say no to that? I mean, if they could buy a presidency, you think they won't buy a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and that's all for suggestion bucks. Um, I have another one that has like no body, but it's just I just ended title. suggestion box. Oh, dog. No, <laughs> got to do this one. Uh, Groupon colonoscopy. <laughs> is that really where you want your bargain? Yeah. The bargain on whose finger is going to be in your ass? This is going to the lowest bidder, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, if we get enough people, we can get sedated. <laughs> no additional cost. Parties of four or more get uh, free anesthesia. <laughs> it's just a bottle of fucking ether. <laughs> Yeah, you walk into the place, it's just a bottle of ether and a fucking camcorder. A bottle oh of ether, God. a camcorder, and it takes place in one of those fucking uh, rentable uh, garages you get. What do you call uh, Like storage spaces or whatever? Or like a fucking you fix it place. Oh, that'd be a fun episode of Storage Wars. They open it and there's some like people just banging in there. <laughs> <laughs> How much do I get for the horny couple? <laughs> There's a fucking, uh, there's like a body in a fucking like bathtub full of ice with its kidneys missing. <laughs> there's like a note on its chest. The body's got flies around it. This guy obviously never woke up. How much do I get for what may or may not be a corpse in a bathtub? <laughs> and then afterwards, you'd be like posting reviews on like the group on it. like, yeah, it was really great, but like I got pink eye after. <laughs> I woke up and I had one extra testicle. I mean, I'm not mad because I'm going home with more than I came here with. But like, really? God. Oh, that would be a great skit, though. Storage Wars. All the fucked up shit you could see when they open that door. I would watch like a 30 minute montage of just them opening a door and it's just some more weird shit back there. <laughs> it's never just cardboard boxes, you know, like it's a unicorn, but he's like on fire, just screaming and people are like bidding on it calmly. Like that'd be so weird. Uh, you open it up and uh, the fucking 
the person who's um, officiating over the auction is a dominatrix and she opens it up and it's her fucking gimp on the inside just fucking like chained up <laughs> be like I'll start the bidding for slut boy at two dollars cause that's all he's worth and he's like oh oh, <laughs> oh my god just oh my so god <laughs> you win that's the end of the joke <laughs> oh my god it's hotter than a whore on nickel oh, night in here man are you fucking I th- how do you think I feel, man? Well, at least at least your shirt has some fucking uh, ventilation holes in it. Right? Can you even see that? Yeah, I guess you can see that. Yeah, Doug looks homeless today, yeah, but fucking I fucking Kanye <laughs> over here. Fuck that! Channeling his inner inner Jesus. Yep, I'm the holy one. So we'll so be come right on back to the after coast. this moment. For, we'll moment have a few prayer. laughs. We'll do a podcast. It'll be fun. You've been listening to Radio Loud. If you want to find us on multiple media platforms like YouTube, just type in Radio Loud, you big dummy. Or you can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, or Podbean at radioloud.podbean.com. Questions, criticisms, if you would like to get on the show, add us at Loudest Podcast on Twitter. It's Radio Loud. (laughs) That's Fat Doug (laughs) introducing (laughs) your favorite Loudest Podcast. I want to be a, a personality, a fat personality, not like Fat Albert, Fat Doug, but like Fat Joe, Fat Doug. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, right. I never got the appeal of like why that guy was so fucking hype. Is just like basically <laughs> he he was just so relaxed all the fucking time. It's called Fat Man Balls. <laughs> you ever met that heavy guy with just confidence that is just like I don't understand where it all comes from. It's Fat Man Balls. Like a fucking Khaled man. DJ. Oh my god. You can't say Khaled without DJ. That's what you have to you say. You played first. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is a fucking living meme, man. Like seriously, he started getting on like uh he did like Christmas album with Mariah Carey or some shit and oh, I was like, god. "How the fuck is this guy this big, man?" Well, because he eats a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, not like the in, you know, fat big, but Oh, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, dude, that fucking episode of Ethan and Gila when they were doing like vlogs. I don't know what either of those things are. Ethan yes. and Gila, you know Ethan Klein, H three H three. Nope. Yeah, you know that they are. I didn't know that. I knew. I know of. Uh, it's at a, a YouTube channel, right? Called H three H three. Yeah. I didn't know that it was owned by a person named Ethan or yeah. Calvin or S- Klein. So they like were making fun of DJ Khaled for Tell a while. Finger. <laughs> <laughs> and they basically went in like a vlog to go like hang out with him at like his place he was, like, i told you about that where he uh, he he's like i buy boston mark every day of the best food ever and ethan klein's just like give me that three-piece dark we got the best uh can we get dj khaled to come on our show do you want him to let me get fucking Action I mean, Bronson just... to come on here and s- serve me Salisbury steak. Dude, if, if we could get Action Bronson on this podcast, I'd be so happy. We already got him right here. Gastric bypass <laughs> Action Bronson right here. Yeah. yeah. I'm the people's champ. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's delicious. I still haven't watched that show. Uh, dude, I have a subscription on uh, Hulu now and all the I fucking Viceland shit. Is I thought you did say you had watched it because the way he eats is like gross. Yeah. No, I've... I've I oh, know. you watched it. Yeah, yeah you're just like... Say, it's I used disgust- to watch- you're like, it's disgusting watching him eat. <laughs> I watched it on uh, YouTube 
I actually uh, a few weeks ago watched a bunch of uh, Hamilton's Pharmacopia, the Viceland series. Corticals Carnacopia, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's it's like pretty cool. He goes, uh, he talks a lot about like um, how like uh, the drug prohibition has like forced a bunch of people to like basically make them illicitly, and like the repercussions that have like come across them where it was like basically like these rogue chemists where a lot of them got into it because yeah, they uh they advertise that show a lot yeah uh well they did it on youtube for a while like fuck that's delicious and then yeah. they made an actual like gated viceland content where you have to like be subscribed to something that has yeah those yeah, shows a bunch of that's on hulu now though yeah, yeah. i've been meaning to watch at least fuck that's delicious check cause... out the farmilton's uh pharmacopia but he, he actually talked about a lot about um how we're in a situation now because of uh, the drug prohibition where there's basically compounds w that were willed into existence just to skirt around. Yep, it's not like, technically legal. this because yeah. it's this. Oh, and God. they like have like these degrees of potency that are either like not as potent or way worse. And basically these things wouldn't have existed if people didn't find the need to skirt around laws. Not to out myself too much, but I'm aware of that situation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably all I'll say on that subject. But yeah, th there's a lot of basement chemists out there that are like, well, this isn't technically illegal. It's like the same way that they were selling like legal weeds and in a lot of ways they were worse because they were just trying to mass produce. That's actually starting to become like a, 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 an epidemic of its own, particularly in the UK, because it's being used a lot amongst the homeless. Mm. They're getting away from heroin and they're getting into spice. Because, spice is so fucking bad, too. Yeah. And uh, it's like addictive and people will literally like go into like convulsions when they don't have it and it's just really hard to get off, but it's yeah, so you know easy for them to get because it's still legal. Yeah, you know what's way, way, way better for you than that? Marijuana. Right. And basically this spice compound wouldn't have existed if the prohibition wasn't in place. Yeah. I well, I mean, that. it's basically comes up every time they talk about um, the prohibition is that Nixon or the quote from Nixon's... Uh, I forget the the exact position the dude had, but basically he was like one of the one of the founders of the modern war on drugs. And he basically quoted Nixon and says, "It was illegal to make it. Or you couldn't make it illegal to be black or a hippie, so we associated them with heroin and marijuana and made those illegal." Yeah, yeah. Nixon's a piece of shit. Yep. Yes, except he was. Except in, except in future, <laughs> Agnew, where he's absolutely fucking Agnew. <laughs> All right, uh, we want to talk about uh, yep. news or music. Music, music. I tell my stroller story. Oh yeah, that's right. You had some. Oh right, to tell. right. Yeah, you texted us yeah, and he was like, "Reminded me of this story." I was I like, know. "I don't know what that is." Okay, so I got back from being up north on Sunday. There wasn't any food in the house, so Brittany went out and got some stuff. And the next day, we needed some more food because like we she didn't actually go grocery shopping. So I went out. I hit up Sendix. I got a couple things, and I'm driving back and maybe like three blocks from my house there's this crosswalk over the trail that like the trail passes over the street and i see up ahead just this woman pushing a pushing a stroller and she's she's older and as i'm driving up closer i was thinking wow i haven't seen somebody use a stroller for some time and i get a little close and i realize this is like like a baby a late yeah this is like an a older lady and she's pushing a kid that has to be about 
14, 15, and he's <laughs> massive. And he's like looking right at me. He's got a fucking lollipop in his hand, like a big spiral one. And she's like panting, like trying to push this dude. And I'm like, is this legit some sort of like adult baby fetishist? Well, no, because it was still like a kid. Like the kid was, it was a younger kid, but he was big. And he was, it was a big eighth grader. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm just like, what does what is going on and this woman is just like struggling and she's in like just like a nightgown and like has gray frazzled hair and this kid's just like nana push me fast just completely lean back like <laughs> mugging me in my car like uh, like you know the fat like rises up into his neck and his hands are really pudgy so, i mean maybe it's something else going on but i was just like this is this is just Bizarre. You this should is be pushing your of- nana, you fat bastard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like this is just bizarre. This, this is the end game of like the Russians infiltrating our society and making yep. us all fat. So making us all fat children. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I know fat people. So I, I I had to stop at the crosswalk, wait for the, this like older, like really old lady. I'm gonna ballpark like 60 70 year old lady like push this kid across the crosswalk just heaving and huffing the whole way (laughs) while this kid was just staring at me and it was awful it was bizarre yeah it was bizarre i'm just picturing how did you not yell something at this kid i suppose i was just speechless i was like is this a skit like is am i about to get (laughs) i'm just i'm just picturing that fucking baby from who framed roger rabbit who's like a fully grown adult (laughs) smoke cigars and shit i dropped my stogie (laughs) and he's got like a fully grown girlfriend because like whoever made who he doesn't age but the fucking like mortal does yeah yeah (laughs) so like he's with some like fucking banging chick he's a baby whoever whoever wrote and like animator roger rabbit was a fucking genius that show is that movie's so good that uh taika waititi guy he uh had a really funny short where he One was more time taika waititi that's that's the detective right no that's the guy who directed uh thor ragnarok he's uh kiwi oh a new zealander oh, okay. um but he's like this up-and-coming uh comedy personality hmm. and uh or a director but he made this like short film where he was a. Vamp. Oh, did you say up and coming? Like he didn't direct Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, you're talking about ago? the <laughs> no, no. You're talking he about the mockumentary, the vampire oh. mockumentary. Yeah, uh, he had this fucking thing in it where he was like a vampire and he hasn't aged, and he's sitting next to like this eighty-year-old woman, and he's just like, you might be wondering what is such an old person is doing with the, such a lovely young lady like this because he's like five times as old as her he just yeah, doesn't we were talking age about the other week i haven't seen that i was talking about that with auto at work yeah. he was like you need to watch it and i was like i've seen it come up a bunch of times because it's actually an older mockumentary yeah it mm. must be good because it landed him some like major projects hmm Thor Ragnarok was fucking hilarious. Yeah, actually, that's one of the... Because it's on Netflix, so it's one of the few superhero movies I've seen because your boy doesn't really uh, drink the Kool-Aid with most of the hype. Honestly, I thought it was... I thought of it more uh, not as like a superhero movie, but as like a buddy comedy between Thor and the Hulk. That's exactly what it was. It was just <laughs> the two of them, especially like all the fight scenes where Thor is just like, I got one-liners, and Hulk's <laughs> just like the straight man of just like, me too stupid to understand joke. And then uh, there's fucking Korg, the stone man, who's just like, oh, hey, you want to start a revolution? Oh my God, and they made <laughs> him like Australian great. too? Yeah. Just like the Australian rock man? It was just like, Whoa. I think that was Waititi. He 
voiced him. Oh, no shit. I think that might have been him. Don't That's quote pretty me. That. Uh, uh, dude, you just quoted yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is here. You played yourself. You played yourself, kid. <laughs> we have it for posterity's sake. All right. So uh, we want to do the uh, the music, not the stroller stories out there. Oh, my God. Uh, that was I'm going to be on the lookout for that kid now, like a fat kid looking a lollipop. I'm gonna find it. Fully grown. Like <laughs> I was like, oh, that's just some kid. In a, that's just like a that's small a- child in a stroller. Like, no, this is a grown ass kid who should be. I don't know. Not in a stroller. <laughs> no, yeah, that's it's all bad, man. It's all bad. Um. Yeah, we can do music though. Uh, who wants to go first? Cricket, cricket. Uh, I have two because they're not really like. That's not how music works. Doug. He doesn't do an album. He does a track. Uh, th- I just had like a random like thing I had never heard of this week. That was, I was uh, went and checked out Sam's band practice and one, like his guitar player. Uh, me and him got a beer afterwards. Talk about Mr. Alberts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I was uh gonna skateboard across town, so I was like, give me an album to listen to while I'm like on the way back. And he gave me this fucking. This group called Spongle. <laughs> I was like, just throw something out there, man. Yeah. Oh, so he's like, uh, Spongle. I was like, what the fuck is that? And, and just he, say it one more time for me. Spongle. Love it. <laughs> it was basically a uh, techno, and um, it was. Uh, you ever play the N sixty four game Extreme G? Um, only every day of my goddamn life because that's the way I live. <laughs> it was basically like the soundtrack to that. Okay. <laughs> it's like this uh, this fucking like electronic uh, tribal it's thing. Like, it's like arcade music you'd play on SSX at the fucking movie theater after you got out of your fucking Harry Potter yeah, 2 movie. Or like a fucking like a late 90s version of 2050. That would be like the soundtrack. <laughs> and it's like this fucking like pulsing techno like right, very right. rhythmic and I'm just like cruising across town. Like, you know, yeah, it's like, oh, 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 oh. Right, yeah, I got you. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah, I can get down to this for All like right. a trip across town. Wouldn't recommend it. But uh, yeah, if you're fucking trying to get your bass nectar on there, ladies and gents, <laughs> trying to fuck a hippie girl. <laughs> recommend Spongle. If you've already listened to the Dota song more than 250,000 times on your playlist, you might want to check out this band. But I have another one that is more or less funny. It no longer exists. It's called Portsmouth Symphonia. And it was a group in the UK that was comprised of um, university musicians, professional musicians, and people that had no musical experience whatsoever. And the shtick was, like, if you played an instrument you would play somebody else's instrument. (laughs) And they did like these recordings of like the William Tell Overture or, you know. it's basically a middle school band playing it. Yeah. (laughs) They like have the rhythm down because like if you go to another instrument, you could still keep rhythm, but you might not hit the notes. I can hit time, but I got no sense of pitcher key. So they put this together as like a group that pretty much anybody at the university could join. Yeah, because fuck it. You can't get worse than not knowing 
knowing what you're doing. And um, they had like an actual like music director of it. And it was like very tongue in cheek, but it actually like took off and got popular. It's like the William Shatner album. You do something bad enough, people are gonna <laughs> <Right>. like it. <laughs> but this was like this is like seventy nine into eighty nine. Uh. They had like a ten year shtick where they had studio albums <laughs> and live performances. <laughs> And Can I was just like, this is too good. I'm just like, I'm playing trumpet poorly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would, uh, Portsmouth Symphonia, I would check it out on YouTube. Um, just any of their classical pieces. It's fucking great. Oh, I love it. Um, me? I can go. All right, go for it. I don't. There was a lot unless of our, unless our beautiful musical guest has something you want to do. You can do your own album too. That'd be uh, funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Sure. No, uh, actually, it's like the best album. It'll blow your dick off. <laughs> actually, Superorganism. If you haven't heard of them, um, I've heard of them, but I don't know anything about them. Yeah, they're super good. Um, it's well, they're this, super organism, right? <laughs> uh, it's kind of like um, indie electronica. Um, it's just really well produced. Uh, super like low key. I, I, there's not anything too crazy about them, but I swear to God, somebody plays bubbles live. Like somebody <laughs> plays. Like they do a lot of really cool. You know, plays they have bubbles. a they have a good tiny desk. They have a good tiny desk concert. I don't know if you guys watch those, but I fucking love NPR Tiny Desk. It's and that, uh, super that goddamn uh, super organism there. <laughs> yeah, they fucking rule. They're what's your uh, What's your favorite album by them? If, if yeah, for like the out. uninitiated, where would you like? Do they have a wide breadth of like material? Or? Where would you put a virgin? I would I would say look up Super Organism on YouTube and check out uh, Everybody Wants to Be Famous. That's a oh really yeah, I've heard song. them. Yeah, yeah, I, that reminds everybody wants, wants to be famous. famous. Yeah. It's yeah, that's good. like a really that's cool. Exactly how it I was going to say yeah. that's, that's what we do in the podcast. Everybody yeah. does want to be famous. <laughs> that, uh, it has a really cool music video though. It kind of mm-hmm. reminds mm-hmm. me of um, it's like almost stop motion esque right in spots. It kind of reminds me of uh, what's his face? That guy who did uh, Sledgehammer that I did. Gallagher. What was that? Gallagher. <laughs> uh, that um, oh Peter Gabriel. Oh, we're gonna go back to that. His sledgehammer. <laughs> he did that uh, video for that, and it was like all stop motion. Oh, okay. Interesting story I heard about that. Like somebody, I just like stumbled upon a Reddit thread where somebody was like, "Yeah, my dad it's was Peter Gabriel. He was like <laughs> working with him on the video shoot for that." And it took forever because it was the 80s and it was stop, stop motion. motion. Yeah, and it took six years to make yeah. 40 seconds of video. <laughs> so basically, they were using this dude's dad's van as like a shuttle service for Peter Gabriel. Mm. And <laughs> they had just being, they were like hanging out every single day, he like got chummy with them. And he was like, oh, what do you guys think? Do you think this is going to like take off or whatever? And his dad was like, no, nah, I don't think it's going to, to be honest, I don't think it's going to be that big. Honestly, honestly, and it was like Peter, a smash fucking hit, though. And Peter still sends him a Christmas card once a year that says, fuck you, you never believed in me, you piece of shit. Yeah, everybody just wants to be famous. Super orgasm. Yeah, I actually heard of them on uh, our Listen to This. That was my first exposure to them. Oh, no shit. The music video. Me this week, actually the last two weeks. More black metal. <laughs> well, there's been a lot of albums, man. There, Between the Buried and Me dropped Hell two yeah. albums. BT Bam. I'm just going to call it an A and, an a and B side cassette. Might as well. Obscura dropped a new album. Marduk dropped a new album. But I'm going to do the Wait, Obscura Marduk one. or Marduk? Mar- Marduk, after like the Sumerian God. Oh, not after the classy Great Dane comic strip? No. Okay. 
<laughs> and not Murdoch after the gorillas character. Or no. Murdoch after Rupert. But Murdoch. we're not reviewing them. Founder of uh, News Corp, I think. Fox. I'm gonna oh, review. Yeah, uh, maybe Fox. I'm gonna review Obscura's album. Kill him! Kill him! <laughs> no thanks. So Obscura is a technical metal band from Germany. It's got featuring Stephen Coomer. In uh, in in deference, can you do this entire review in German? No, okay. I haven't taken German since I was in Nine. like third grade. Um, Stephen Coomer, who's also a university music professor in Germany. Um, so this album just came out, and they've been pretty constant releases, and he talked it up as it was going to be the end to this album story cycle, heavy quotations on there. <laughs> just I, The album overall, it's technically really good, but you've talked about this before. They do slowly. He's been creeping in this like auto tune, robotic, soft vo- vocal stuff over time. So he it's wants gone. to be the DJ Khaled of metal. He wants to be the the T Pain of metal. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's like reminiscent of. It reminds me kind of of Planetary Duality, where mm. there was like some light robotic stuff, and but it's grown way beyond that into just i i can't even handle it it's got a life of its own what you're saying is we have to kill the beast kill the fire it needs to be put down the the <laughs> electronics get the pitchforks grab bt the, bams uh, upscrap the monster gets grab killed. the the captive bolt pistol because this cow needs to be shot it's just going <laughs> too far down the rabbit hole of like the We're clockwork gonna... elves and truth upon truths <laughs> stuff like it's that. turtles all the way down and it's it's really too bad because the compositions of the songs are really good but the auto-tune vocal stuff it just it's just a kick in the balls i don't like auto-tune it shouldn't be a thing so i'm gonna give it a four out of ten sadly how many with rice womp womp bum, bum. all right that leaves you boy sir i protest i am not a merry man not good um that leaves uh that leaves your most most musically inclined host probably your favorite host um sean the dutch master sullivan and uh he doesn't even sean the dutch Dutch masters no sean the dutch (laughs) (laughs) sullivan sean the dutch who's not really dutch uh my album this week is well done by uh the fat version of me action bronson (laughs) uh it's actually like a really spicy album. This uh, this whole album sounds like you're just walking somewhere really cool. Like this should just probably just be in the background as you just like walk into like a job interview, like into school the first day, just like walking down the hall, just finger guns at everybody. That's what this yeah. album makes you feel like. <laughs> nice. uh, probably my favorite track on here is White Silk, mostly because your boy wants to own a pair of White Silk pants like in the next two months. <laughs> you're just going to get a grease stain on it first day. Either that or some fucking pasta sauce. Like, <laughs> hands down. I'm going out to the club. I get a drink. You think Somebody, you can handle that, man? White silk? Silk pants? No, yeah. I can't. And I know I can't. T- Taco from the league told everybody it's you can't do that. Well, I, I mean, I have a pee bib. At least not. Wait until after Labor Day. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get them in before the summer ends, dude. I told myself I was going to be wearing white You got to be gauge, man. Gauge. Um, yeah, no, but the, I mean, the fucking, the album's hilarious, though. Everything Action Bronson does is fucking hilarious. If you don't like food or being cool, then you probably won't like this album. But if you do eat and 
not like to be a square. You're going to love it. Because Action Bronson is definitely not a square. He's very... Oh, he's round. Round. He's rotund, <laughs> in fact. Some say that if you pushed him down a big hill, he'd still be rolling to this day. Like, if you just put a beard on the fucking uh, the Trump blimp. <laughs> that <even> <laughs> that would be Trump. Action Bronson. <laughs> oh, for real. Action Bronson's my fucking spirit animal. I know. That's... Just look at the fucking guy. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to be that big. I want to be that fat and happy when I'm his age in, like, eight years. <laughs> yeah, but still, like, I don't know. Like, getting him and Maddie Matheson just, like, in the same room, like... Talking about, like, not necessarily talking about food, but, like, making food and, like, competing. Like, every time I've seen them do that, I'm just, I'm just like, both of these dishes look like shit. Like, both of these do not look like something good to eat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. They're, like, you know, those, like, vice personalities. They're, like, aimed at millennials and stuff like that, but... Oh, I forgot who To Maddie be honest, I have, I'd I never really thought up. they He's were that fucking, fucking great guy. at, like, the food culture, like, representing that. No, they're just fat guys. I liked um, who's that guy from uh, Ugly Delicious? Oh, the Asian dude, or yeah, whatever. or the Asian American dude. I don't remember. I thought he was like a good like personality to kind of follow, just like talking about like chefs. This and, like, motherfucker just got nacho like cheese on like a fucking uh corned beef. Was it brisket. Ugly Delicious? I forgot what that show was called. Yeah, Ugly Delicious. This is just ugly, ugly. Uh, what's uh, Ryan's favorite food personality? Who you like? Ooh, <clears throat> that's tough. I gotta Somebody go with feed Doug. I, I David for, Chang. Or, I forget what his name is. I gotta go with Ramsey, dude. Oh yeah, Chef Gordon Ramsey. Ramsey, even though he's like not my generation, I just love watching that man fucking shit on people, and like I saw something this week where somebody had talked about him. It's like, oh, uh, you just like absolutely brutal on the adults but you're so nice to the kids so yeah because they're <laughs> fucking children <laughs> yeah that's exactly what he said like what you think i'm gonna cuss out a fucking six-year-old and make him cry i'm not a goddamn monster i'm a human being <laughs> oh manny matheson i mean i'm sure he's a great guy but he's a fat piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah like and all like the cook-offs and shit like that he uh, did something with uh the guy from hot ones where they like did something in like a food truck kitchen, I think it was. They made like breakfast foods, and he made some sort of like poutine or whatever. And I was just looking at, it, and I was like, that looks like garbage. <laughs> That's weird too, because how do you fuck up poutine? They didn't fuck I don't know. It, it might have been delicious, but like, was it ugly delicious? One of the first things uh, I saw Maddie Matheson on was like a Vice thing, and it was just like, oh, we're gonna cook the uh, the perfect American burger. And there's like a bunch of Hasidic Jews having a festival down the street. So if you hear that, it's kind of crazy. And then there's like crackheads down the street too. But uh, <laughs> up the street we got Jews. Down the street we got crackheads. We're right on the border. It was at the time when I was like a hard like cheddar, sharp cheddar guy. And it was like we're just gonna put American cheese on it. And I was like, nope. I knew as soon as you said American burger, they were gonna put fucking American cheese on it. If you're not making a grilled cheese sandwich for your fucking six year old child. You shouldn't have American cheese. Maddie Matheson. Maddie Matheson. I have no idea who the fuck this is. So he, you're um, right, man. This is some millennial shit. Just like <laughs> I'm all tattooed up. I cook. I got mustaches, trucker hats, <laughs> and flannels. Like I. This is coming from a guy who's all tattooed up, folks, too. So he's he's, he's actually shooting at he it. actually didn't wear his flannel today, but he'd basically <laughs> be a skinny version of Maddie Matheson. But uh, yeah, I don't know those celebrity chefs. I know like the old school the guys. 
like Marco Pierre White and shit. Like that's the one I would. would that's not even a real name. You made that up. Simon Puck, then, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the dude who wrote the, the book? Uh, it's like, use the whole pig or something. He's some, some London chef. I got to look this up. It's like a it's like a have-to-read cooking book. But I remember watching a special about this guy. He's just a weird dude. He eats the same thing every day. He wears, like, Crocs everywhere. And he wears, like, Coke bottle glasses. But he's like one of the one of the more amazing chefs. Are they like non Crocs? Are they shoes for crews? Non ship Croc slip Crocs, so you don't slip on the grease floor when it gets the water on it. I hope so. Fucking uh, Marv Nick Wen, he when he was living here, he had like a, a Simon Puck brand soup. And he'd be like, oh, this is my shit because we both got the tooth gap. I remember he pointed at his fucking like teeth. So it was like him, Simon Puck, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and like Letterman all have like the same, the same bite. Hmm. <laughs> Dude, Marvin McCarver have made it, man. Yeah, we talked about Dude. that uh, right around the time that they signed, you know. Dude, that's crazy that they got signed. I'm stoked to see that. Right? Like, I remember playing shows with them, like, back when Crod Morrow was a band. I remember playing shows with them with Oceano. Yeah, dude, way back in the day. In, like, 2009. At, like, it was in Two Rivers, and what we did one time is, um, it's this fucking venue in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's a small town, and uh, it's, like, right next to, like, Miles of Corn so what we did is we just like there was a kitchen at the venue there was pots and shit we just went into the cornfield boiled corn and then like sold it to people for like 50 cents a husk (laughs) (laughs) nice all profit baby all profit (laughs) was it even sweet corn no I think it was like corn that you would harvest to feed feed to deer (laughs) it was terrible that's hilarious All right, so uh, we're at about 77 minutes. Uh, should we do news or you want to call it? or We got to talk about the Sasha Baron thing. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. With the, the give the arm the kids thing. Yeah, My first thought on that true. was like, I can't, like, I want this to be all true because I can't really, like, look at it and know who these people are and not, like, is that an actor or whatever? No, I'm I sure set that's it a real guy. Yeah. That's Sasha Baron Cohen's So thing, once it started showing up in actual, like, legit news venues, I was like, okay. This yep. is this is real. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, what what do you got to say there? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, how could you look? His fucking face looks like Frankenstein for fuck's sake. How could yeah. you not know that that's like prosthetics? Right. But just how the dude, uh, the dude's rebuttal was just like, well, I like knew it wasn't it wasn't real, but like. I was too afraid not to go along. It's like, why the fuck are you in politics if you're not if you're too afraid right. to not make your own fucking path? Like you fucking pussy. <laughs> that shit is just insane. I had to like. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't really like want to do that, but I said it. You, <laughs> okay. you said give kids guns. Okay, hold on, yeah. hold on. Do we need to play at least a clip of it so our listeners can get a frame? Of yeah, you want yes. me to bring this up? Yeah, yeah call it up. Yeah. All right, give me a second. Keep talking about it though. So, uh, I like the part where our representatives are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. Do you think Putin is related to Melania Trump? 
They're both Russian. I don't know, man. After that look she gave him, I don't know. I'm actually watching that clip right now. Oh, she might be a spy, though. Big Siberian Where she goes terrified eyes after she shakes hands with Putin, just like, he's going to take me back. Yeah. He's going to make me go home with him, and Trump won't say no. Because Putin uh, I wanna, is daddy. I want to test out a couple of videos here. Make sure we're getting the right stuff here. So yeah, basically he um Look at this guy's Look at this shit. I am the terrorist terminator. <laughs> in America there is big problem of shootings in schools. The NRA want to arm the teachers. This is crazy. You should be arming the children. Yeah, let's go. So what do you do? Tell me is an Israeli commando? Basically. <laughs> he basically caught this guy saying that um, you know if if you instill like a certain like mantra in kids they'll be better soldiers at a later age and six more adults is quote a blast to shoot with guns are fun some of them are much more cool than others are you proud of what he's just like well yeah it's just a fact. In America, there have been a lot of shootings in the school and in the university. What do the liberals say is the reason for this and this solution? Well, they blame it on guns. Yeah, it's crazy because... They blame it on the guns? Yes. Yes. It's sugar. It is. We start a program in Israel for kindergartens. Okay. We turned them from the age six down to the age three. Yeah, well, I, I think it would be a, a good idea. We, we've been pushing something along this line for years, but really haven't gotten any traction with it. We were thinking seventh why. or eighth grade. You're talking much younger than that. that My son was in the very first program. May he rest in peace. <laughs> oh, my God. He died doing what I love. Yeah, they haven't. <laughs> yeah, about, uh, he died what doing what I love. Yeah, you, you you feel guilty about doing something wrong. That's developing. That you're learning right and wrong. If they don't, haven't developed that yet, they could be very effective soldiers. Okay, year, let's let's stop it because we don't want to play a ton of this. But that was the most fucked up thing. I agree. That that's I why took African out of this. warlords use child right. soldiers because they don't have a conscience yet. Right, and that's why giving them guns is what African warlords do. Maybe we don't take our fucking uh, our tips from African warlords. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, give a bunch of kids who are about to get all hormonal guns. If he was talking like eighth, seventh grade and shit. Yeah, like he's that's like, a terrible idea. We were idea. thinking eighth graders. We should have every eighth grader should be armed because I've never you know lost my cool as an eighth grader. Right. Yeah, right. I've never been so sad and depressed at my fucking pretty normal happy life when I was in eighth grade. For a, a personal experience, having like somebody talk to me about this, like I used to live up north where like using guns was more of like the norm. Mm -hmm. But you'd you know you'd you'd be like hunting or something yeah. like that, or yeah. you'd be out in the woods and you have land and you need something in case like you come across a bear. Mm -hmm. Right. Even those people were not this fucking crazy as this guy I'm about to talk to. I went up to the uh, rock country, the old comedy club that's up the street from me. Yeah. 
And there was a bouncer there that was like country bro. I talked about him before, but mm-hmm. he basically like introduced himself as like he wanted you to know that he was like this country dude. He liked to ride four wheelers. What's up? My name's Big Country Jackson. And he <laughs> I'll be within, your bouncer today. Within five minutes of like I'm just meeting this fucking person yeah. as like a bouncer. You're, yeah, you're just trying going to get into in. the establishment. Yeah, right. yeah. And maybe we came outside to like have some fresh air and like a cigarette or something like that. Mm-hmm. We were outside and he was standing out there, fucking Carhartt onesie. <laughs> And he's talking to me about how he'd ride his four-wheeler to school and he would have his gun on him every day and it was like it was normal and it was like, no, dude, that's not normal. I think we had actually got on that because I took a stab at him because he's like, uh, I was like, oh, where are you from or whatever? And he's like, oh, I'm like out in Richfield. I was like, like, oh, that sucks. (laughs) And he's like, no, not really. I love it out there. Now, I guarantee you it sucks. <laughs> yeah, in Richfield, eight years ago, I brought my gun to school. I don't believe that story. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> like, I was in school eight years ago. They would not let you bring guns. I know people who went to the Richfield School District eight years ago. Ain't nobody had guns up in there. This was like right after a shooting, too, and that's probably why he was talking about it, because... Yeah, just... I don't know what it is about, like, those type of gun nuts. It's the, it's right. the fucking... The fringe ones that... Yeah. are part of like every group that speak up and give the rest of the group the bad name you know mm-hmm. you yeah know, i mean there are like there are people who are like look i'm allowed to have a gun don't tell me i'm not allowed to have a gun i'm a law-abiding citizen if i want a gun State i'm gonna have a fucking gun right? but at the same time every time there's a shooting you get all these fucking you know armchair quarterbacks who are just like oh if i would have been there with my gun i would have solved it all let me just go right. kill a bad guy and it's let like, me fucking fantasize right? in my mind about what a fucking hero i could have been <laughs> right well, life is not a steven seagal movie i don't right? know how to tell you otherwise well, bring bring up what you want to talk about there sean i was he finally it go. watched it i finally watched true justice the steven seagal crime procedural drama where he wrote you can tell he wrote it because it sounds like every character in the fucking show is Steven Seagal. This guy wrote himself as like a Southerner slash like street cop who's mm-hmm. in like Seattle. So he's a white guy who keeps calling. It's like, oh, that little white boy. And it's like, Steven Seagal, you're white. Everybody in this precinct <laughs> is white. You have the token black cop and everybody is white. Why do you guys keep saying white boy? <laughs> Dude, Tom Segura had this fucking awesome dig on him being like selling himself as like a cop persona. Yeah. Be like, oh, yeah, I've been a cop for like, you know, 20 years or whatever. And then he just started applying that to like everything. It was like, oh, yeah, I was like, you know, a rodeo wrangler for like 47 years. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, a helicopter pilot or something. I've been that for like 82 years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, for real, though. It is the most. And because they even like they rolled in the credits. Steven Seagal wrote part one and part two. <laughs> wrote himself as the police chief. And oh my God. He he does that thing where he'll uh, he'll reiterate the same word. He'll use like four synonyms of the same word in one. Oh, kids today nowadays don't have any respect anymore like they used to. <laughs> and it's just like, what the fuck? Uh, Stefan, could you look this up? Look up uh, the... Steven Seagal did an album and uh, there's this whoa. song with like him and Shaka Khan. <laughs> I think what? it's Shaka Khan. It is fucking so bad. But uh, this like came up originally because there's this chick at work who is so into Seagal. And okay, there's basically... Uh, this I need a little more to go off than that. There's Girl, It's Alright. There's Better Man. Let's try Girl, It's Alright. 
Oh, or is it? Did you just put in? <clears throat> no, put in a Shaka Khan too. Because he has a whole album, man. He that's did not, like a blues that's album. That's not bringing anything up. Oh, it's not. Uh, then just like put in like Steven Seagal album. Uh, look for an article or something like that because it's like old. I think that's where I had like, gotten it out of. But um, songs, songs from the Crystal Cave. Basically, he's like got this fucking song. He's like, oh, girl, hot mommy, giving me punani, some <laughs> shit like that. That's got to be girl. It's all right. Yeah, that's definitely the first. <laughs> yeah. All right. I All right, we're about to try uh, indulge in some Steven Russia. Seagal. Are you? This oh, is streaming it's not from this. Russia. It's not this, but uh... all right. Yeah, because Steven Seagal is a big Buddhist. That's where you get the tones from the song. Jeez. Actually, the Dalai Lama uh, reportedly said, you know, like he reached a certain level of enlightenment after he donated a certain amount of money. You look in like the uh, web results for like an article <clears throat> or something like that, because I think Steven it was like Gaul, nested. Saw the Punani. You just had it. Really? Yeah, go right there. Lady there saw me, go. she wants the banana. Yeah. Mr. Steven Seagal, try oh. to watch your Mr. Steven Seagal! I'm gonna be yelling at you. Listen, listen, listen. listen. No way. <laughs> All right. All right. That's enough. Before we get a fucking copyright strike from the Seagal. Wow. But yeah, fucking Seagal has tried to do it fucking all. I remember. Holy Steven crap. Seagal does it all. I was a, a young boy in like uh, the early 2000s with like a Guitar World magazine <clears throat> reading about this. It was like a promo for hey, Steven Seagal's like We need a clip album. of the Fury Road mediocre. <laughs> mediocre. Because, <laughs> oh my God. Mr. Steven Seagal. I'm going to be yelling that all night. <clears throat> it's been like, yeah, I've been like a fucking hip hop, uh, hip hop producer for like 92 years. This is even worse than when Drake said Ting. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was. Uh, I love the peanut gallery of. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Man, that was something else. Oh, oh fucking Jesus. Corey's obsession with fucking Drake, man. Corey's obsessed with bad things. I know. Anyone's Sorry, obsession with Drake is beyond me. Like, uh. Makes me sad. What was it? Uh, he was saying. Oh, yeah, he had that fucking. We actually, like, shit on him for it. It was like. Y'all just mad because, like, you know, Drake can write these fire things. And it's like, no, man, he can't write anything because he's got a fucking ghostwriter. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We had Corey on and we lambasted him for like 25 minutes about his terrible taste and everything. They don't turn into spooky skeletons in this one. Why are you playing, are you playing Grateful Dead? Yeah. I, mean, I like Grateful Dead as much as the next guy, but... <laughs> All right. So you don't like the Grateful Dead? We're at 90 Dead. minutes. I think it's time to call it. <laughs> We're officially playing Grateful Dead in the background. It is time to go home, ladies yep. and gentlemen. It is time to die. Good day. I thought we were going in. <laughs>